Hi everyone, it's Mike. Just want to give you a quick spoiler warning for the Marvels. So if you have not seen the Marvels and do not want to be spoiled, pause right here and come back later after you've already seen the movie. Or if you've already seen it or you don't care about spoilers, go right ahead. Hello everyone and welcome back to the Eminem Marvel Mania Podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Mike, and a special guest joining us today, uh, because, frankly, the diversity was lacking on this podcast for a while, uh, so we were like, hey, time to bring in a woman to talk about the, the Marvels, so my sister Stacy returns to the podcast. Hi. That's it. That's all that's she's it. saying. No, that's, that's it. it. What that, else you, do you want me? You basically explained everything right there. You, you can log basically. off now. You needed a woman. That's mm. it. That's all I'm here for, just the beginning. That's all we People needed. Listen to the first two that, minutes. That that's all, because now everybody will have heard it. Oh, there was a woman on this review, and and, and now and now you can. Log that's off. fine. We don't yes. need to listen to anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So but today yes. we are talking about the Marvels, the second. I guess you would say, yeah, the second Captain Marvel movie, right? Yeah. No, it was her movie. It was her movie, but uh, but they were still, you know, still had those characters in there. They even mentioned the Marvels, like, oh, what, the, what is our group name? The Marvels, like they yeah, said. Roll credits. Roll credits. That's it. Game over. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, let's let's start like this, Mike and Stacy. What going into this uh movie? What were you expecting, and did you enjoy the movie overall? I'll, I'll let I'll let the guests go first here. Okay. Oh, thank you. Um, I went into the movie, honestly, I went into the movie expecting it to be good because I liked the first Captain Marvel. I really did. I like her as a character. Um, so I was expecting it and adding in Miss Marvel, who I also love and, uh, Mar- Monica Rambeau, I was about to say Maria Rambeau, Monica Rambeau, who obviously was introduced and, you know, a still good character. I expected it to be like really good. And it, it hit my expectations. It was really, really good. Like I do love it. I also was expecting fangirling from uh I'm gonna say her name wrong for a second because I always do. Kama Kamala. I always say it the different I always say it another way. You always like, say Kamala. Um, yeah. I always say Kamala, but it's Kamala. Um I, I was expecting the fangirling from Kamala about uh Carol. And we got it. We got what I I love. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Stacy, I I didn't like I, I didn't have high expectations going in, and I think that was partially because of the reviews that I saw beforehand, kind of tainting me. All right. Because uh, yeah. I because remember both of you both of you probably remember this before Quantum Mania came out. All of a sudden, the reviews were like, "This is dog shit. This is like." horrible and i'm like going in i'm like oh my god i'm gonna hate this movie aren't i i'm, I'm going to hate this movie mm-hmm. and i saw very similar kind of reviews for this movie and i was like okay fine so i walk in and when i came out i'm like hold on that was better than i expected mm-hmm. uh and i truly and i look i didn't enjoy myself this was i said this last night after the movie to both of you i think this movie is like a spider-man homecoming in the sense that it's lighthearted, it's an easy watch. If you needed a Marvel movie to watch and you wanted something that was just funny and action-packed to pass the time, this this would be the movie for it. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, for me, I mean, the expectations of this movie, uh, 
I didn't expect too much. All I kept hearing about was some big thing at the end of the movie. And that and that was about it. Like everything else, I was like, okay, they're gonna form form this team. I didn't know I really didn't know much about the villain except that she was Kree. And I was like, you know, okay, Marvel, you know, Captain Marvel and, and the Krees, that's always been like an argument. And then you saw the scrolls in the trailer, stuff like that. So it kind of was like it was kind of like a reiteration in my head. Like I thought it was gonna be the same as the first movie. Um, but I mean, overall going in, didn't expect too much after watching it. I enjoyed myself uh, and I thought they did really well with uh, putting the three characters together. You know, Monica, Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel. They did a great job with it. Um, I also like how they, you know, were able to use everything that they had from other projects, other TV shows. So like the Miss Marvel project, you know, uh, Monica was in uh, WandaVision uh, and you kind of just put all those pieces together. And it makes a lot of sense when they how they did it and before i didn't really understand why they had to do it but now i get it like they pieced it together perfectly the way they did well yeah because this movie would be different if we had to spend the first hour learning who monica and kamala were right you know and so i mean stacy stacy i know i know you love uh come kamala kamala khan sorry i'm gonna say it right now Uh, i know you love come come i know you love miss marvel Kamala. Okay? Kamala, okay? I'm so used to saying it the wrong way. Okay? I know you love Miss Marvel and you mentioned the fangirling. I I mean, for me, you uh let's see what you both think. I thought she was the best part of the movie. Yeah, I don't 100%. So. She was one of the best parts of the movie. The fact that she got to meet Carol Danvers after we spent watching all of Miss Marvel, like the show, hearing about Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, see her room filled with Captain Marvel stuff. Like, I absolutely love the fact that she met her. I also love how in the beginning when they started switching and they didn't know what was happening, her parents said, they're like, oh, Captain Marvel was in the house. And she just fully was like freaking out. She was like, Captain Marvel was in the house? <laughs> like here? She was, uh, I mean, for the for this movie, she was that comedic relief for the movie. Her and her whole family. Her family had some funny moments, especially the fight scene where they're all switching. Yeah, it was pretty good. Her dad threw paper towels at one of the crew warriors. They hit him with a mop and a broom. Yeah. And then you have Nick Fury. Yeah. I mean, he, he was he was cracking a lot of jokes in this movie too. That's Nick Fury though, man. He 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 is he's hilarious. You know. Goose and the Forkin added again in this movie. We saw a lot of them. Uh, probably a little bit too much, you know. A little too much. I mean, one thing that uh, oh no, sorry. Um, no, one thing is that yeah. they they put a lot of they integrated a lot of different things. Like they they gave enough space for everybody in the movie, which was good. Like there wasn't too much of one person, right? Like they like they said they separated what? it pretty well. I don't remember who said it. Someone who we went with. It could have been you, Nick, and I just don't remember. I think it was Jonathan, though. He said uh, what he liked about the movie was that if you could go see it without having seen WandaVision, without having seen Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. That was John. Okay, good. You could go see it without going to see those because, like, yeah, they give, like, a brief explanation in it, which is cool. But, like, I just think it works so well because at that point, 
even if you didn't watch those stuff, you learn like basically what you need to know about the characters. Like Monica walked through with checks. He says it. Um, Miss Marvel was like, I got this bangle. It does things. Mm-hmm. Right. There we go. No, so yeah. the, you, you mentioned the bangle. So that's how the movie opens. Uh, you have, <laughs> and it's Darbin, correct? I'm not saying Darbin. that wrong. Darbin. Uh, so the villain of the movie, Darbin, she finds the second bangle on MB418. Don't know how I remember that. And she's like, I need it, you know, because, you know, she's going to go and take out a bunch of places to try and help the creep. Oh. <laughs> she, 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 she was like SpongeBob stuck in Sandy Cheeks's house without some more. I need it. <laughs> Um, you know, so that was basically I think the whole she was plot. a good villain. All right. I have to say that that I did have some problems with her in general. I forget. I, I think it was John again who said this, and it, it was a good point. We see her fighting with an army for the first three quarters of the movie. And then for the final battle, there's no army present whatsoever. You know, it, it's like that didn't make sense to me. And what also kind of bothered me was we got one scene of her in a flashback. And That's that was really it. it. It's The explanation is basically Hala is completely, there's no sun, there's no water, there's no anything, you can't breathe the air. And it's like gone to shit. And it isn't until we learn, you know, what Carol did that because it starts. Annihilator. Yeah, no, she's got, she's got, it's a sick nickname, but it's fucked up what she did. <laughs> she's like, Quake, destroy of worlds. I mean, Carol Danvers, the Annihilator. But Carol actually did do what they are. We don't need to get into Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. more here, but. She did it for the right reasons. Let's just say that the 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 Kree were were you know going up against the scrolls who did nothing wrong. Okay, right. The Kree yeah. were just not great. Just say it, St- Stacy. We can um, say it. The Kree are a bunch of racists. <laughs> I mean that 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 was Ronan's shtick. Okay, and he gets referenced in this movie. My predecessor. You know, she's talking about Ronan, the accuser. She took his hammer, and then she took his hammer. Or rebuilt it. The hammer got destroyed in Guardians of the Galaxy. What was it called? Oh my god, what was the hammer had like a name that uh... Jonathan? Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. No, no, it was like <laughs> it was like the universal hammer or oh, the universal weapon. Universal, universal power. Weapon. The, universal, the universal weapon, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's a dumb And that's actually from the comics, the universal weapon. It yeah, really? it's 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 Ronan's weapon. That's what he uses. That's stupid to me. That's his weapon. I know, but like the name is stupid. The universal weapon. It's like, bro. Eh. So, no. really even universal. if people who are listening have seen the movie, basically what happens on Hala is after Captain Marvel goes and like, you know, destroys the Supreme Intelligence. Like she said uh, she would. A, like she said she would. A civil war breaks out on Hala because as we learned from Darbin heretics tried to come in and you know go up the ranks and take over and i guess some people on the planet obviously didn't want that some people may have wanted it so the civil war broke out draining uh hala of its natural resources water air the sun 
somehow destroying so her the sun. entire i thought she was a good villain because what she was doing was you know obviously something she was trying to do good but obviously she went about it in a bad way obviously there may have been better ways to do it but she was fueled by revenge because yeah. she was going after things captain marvel like knew of places like that things that were special to her yeah i think she was a very good villain because i think zawe ashton who plays her did so good because i hated the villain like from the moment we met her i was, was like there's something like i don't and that's how you know someone plays a really good villain if like you hate them so much i didn't like hate her i was just annoyed by her that's, that's part of it well that too yeah. that too yeah that's that's similar you know you know it's just the thing that about her see okay first off i i didn't know she was tom hiddleston's wife until he told me last night no idea no i had no idea yeah, that they that have a baby together i had no clue uh and considering how big of a day tom hiddleston had on thursday and then she stars in an mcu movie the next day i mean hey great 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 week for the family Technically the same day Technically, technically, the same te- te- technically, technically yeah. a lot of people from the Hiddleston family that day. Right. So in terms of the villain, my my thing with it again is just I felt like it was a little bit underwritten. Look, the movie was not long. It was an hour 45. Yeah, we were out, so we, good. But yeah, that we were out of the theater before 12. And everybody we were saying in our little group, we were all saying, you know, if this movie were 30, 40 minutes longer, I don't know if I'd like it as much. And mm-hmm. I think that's because that's what this movie is. It's a li- it's it's a sprint from beginning to end, and mm-hmm. it's one of those movies where everything's just moving quickly. There are a few tender moments in between, you know. Yeah. You, Monica and Carol have a moment, you know, and the three of them collectively. When have they're the... going through the memory thing, you see the different moments. The scroll memory, from, yeah. even from like things we haven't seen from captain marvel right you and see we those learned. things like when maria when carol went to go see maria during the time of the blip when right. maria was dying mm-hmm. no and i like how they brought that back because that in the first and I also i also thought it was interesting to me and it kind of shows you how like things are still progressing for carol Captain Marvel still doesn't know everything about her past. She's still trying to learn more. She still mm-hmm. doesn't have a and full it's been understanding. Like Thirty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's trying to piece stuff together because her brain's just shot. Mm-hmm. You know. Plus, so... she also hasn't had time. She mentioned to. Sorry, I cut you off. Thanks. She mentioned to Monica when Monica said, "Like you never came back." She said, "I didn't know what I was getting into. I got out there, and there was so much." I had to do. Yeah. And then. So, yeah. You... That, that's kind of where everything comes in in this movie. So Carol. All right. So at the beginning of the movie, Kamala's on Earth doing her thing and the Miss Marvel. Monica is working for Saber. We hear Saber for the first time. Not Sword. Mm-hmm. It's Saber. Saber. Uh, uh, working in space with Nick Fury. And we obviously remember from WandaVision's post credit scene that. You know, a scroll came to her and was like, "Hey, uh, your your mom's friend wants you up up top." You know, Nick Fury, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Carol is patrolling and, you know, doing her thing alone on her ship. And the whole theme being here, really, that Carol is kind of like a loner in her life, you know, and she doesn't really have a lot of people around her. No, she just has and, goose. Yeah, just goose, really. And then as they're going on, we see, hey, all their powers are entangled. And it's because of the, the energy from those jump portals and all of them being connected through their light powers mm-hmm. and how it works. The and jump point. The, the jump points, yes. So now, whenever any two of them do use their powers at the same time, they switch spaces. Yeah, and there's that funny. huge, there's that huge three way battle where it's Carol on a Kree ship, Monica and Nick Fury on the Saber ship, and mm-hmm. then Kamala, Kamala, okay, and her family at the house in Jersey City, and everybody is fighting. And I thought that was probably the best action scene in the movie. Yeah, most definitely. That was funny. That was great. Um, in case anyone wanted to know, Saber does stand for Strategic Aerospace Biophysics and Exolinguistic Response. That's classified. Yeah, I like I like what he's like, that's, that's classified. Because it's not it's not a public organization like SHIELD. No. Or I no. mean even or... if SHIELD SHIELD was a public organization at points, but even so, did anyone in the actual, like, the normal general public know what S.H.I.E.L.D. standed for? Like, if you walked out on the street and asked somebody, would they be like, oh, I know what it stands for, yeah, and tell you? Well, that's why, well, when, like, in Colson said in the first Iron Man movie, he's like, we're working on a name, you know? <laughs> we're, working <laughs> we're working on it. On it. Uh, even, I mean, Sword, Sword's like the new S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. like, we haven't heard like... about Sword, really. Only in WandaVision. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're No, directed... we did hear about it a little bit in uh, No Way Home. Those two people that took... What's it uh, that was, that was, that was the part That was damage control. Stacey. Yeah, that was damage control. Damage control. Never mind. And that, was in, and that was Mixed in Miss Marvel, up. too. Yeah, that was the villain in Miss Marvel as well. Yeah. Agent Cleary. Oh, and, yes, uh... yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. That was on me. I forgot. A lot of organizations but, out there. yeah, we haven't... We haven't heard about swords since WandaVision because Hayward was that, you know. Was it's kind of it's kind of hard was, to trust an organization evil. when you find out the director is a corrupt fuck, shooting kids. Although, oh, although yeah. again, again, <laughs> I, I say it, and yeah, you're gonna be, you did yeah, try to do that. People are gonna hate me for this. Don't say a thing. I know what you're gonna say, and I'm probably gonna be very mad at you. I'm gonna say, say it. Say it. I don't think he was entirely out of line trying to kill those kids. I think he was. Hang on. But, 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 but I hang on. Get no, 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 no. into oh, a God. whole thing about WandaVision right now. Well, I can and we don't need to. a whole thing about uh, it. But... So let's get off this topic before I start action. Before I start I just, doing I just, this. I'm, I just want to give a 10 second explanation. All it is is he thinks Wanda's evil. There are these kids with powers and they're looking like they're going to attack and he just starts taking the shot. Was he right for it? No. Well, did I understand on some level why he was, why he like did it? Yeah, kind of. Okay, but that's it. That's However, it. were they Monica real? brings no. up, you they don't know what no, they weren't real. if you did that. They were attached to the hex. If he killed them, what was going to happen to the hex? I think he just wanted the hex to go down. Mm-hmm. But if he killed them, would it have gone down? If he didn't, it would have stayed up anyway. Would have stayed up anyway. Oh my and the God. kids were and the kids okay. would have came back to life. We're life. not gonna talk about WandaVision. We're not gonna talk about WandaVision because I could get into this forever. I have my notes right over there. 
No, I know Stacy. Stacy's on the Wanda is always right train. So we don't need to talk about that. So, <laughs> but moving in, moving in, moving in here. So, uh, our three heroes unite and they start working, and we go to the Skrull colony on what was the name of the planet? Um, Tarnax. Tarnax. It's something like that. Hold on. Tarnax. So, and the three of them, they go there because uh, we know that Darbin is headed there and there's peace talks on the colony. And basically, it all falls apart once they see Captain Marvel is there. They're like, you brought the Annihilator here. The peace treaty is done. And it's like, bro, you were going to fucking, you know, you're going to mess it up anyway. They were going to, like, you know, betray you anyway. And the Kree committed genocide of the Skrulls. Why, of all the people, would they even consider trusting them? Uh, because at some point you probably want to think maybe a new ruler in place maybe you know they'll want to come to an agreement but even however much they wanted to believe that Darwin did say in the meeting I'm going to take your atmosphere so well that was the thing I'm going to take your atmosphere (laughs) but she said in the meeting I'm going to allow you guys to get out first Mm mm-hmm and when yeah. she saw Carol then... was there, when she saw Carol, she was like, <laughs> I'm just going to take it. Mm, I'm just going to take it out. Um, following that scene, we get a cameo. Well, hang on. Before I wanted to actually point out one thing from that scene that I thought was something they were going to run with, and then they just didn't. So in that scene, obviously, they're trying to save all the scrolls or as many scrolls as they can. And mm. Carol makes the call, like, gotta save as many as we can, and basically yells at Kamala, like, can't save them all, and they leave some behind, because um, that's a, just the situation. Yeah. And there was a brief moment there where I'm like, that would actually be a really interesting plot, with Kamala kind of realizing her hero isn't the person she thought she was, or something like that. Something I was thinking we... they were going to run with that, too. You know? Because I thought that would have been interesting, a whole plot where... Miss Marvel, the the hero she literally names herself after. If she looks at Carol and she's like, wow, you know, she's still great, but maybe she's not like as perfect as I thought she was. No, not every hero is perfect. I mean, there's flaws and, you know, and sometimes you can't save everybody. Yeah. Now, in in that case, they kind of just like aside, they brush it off quickly Mm-hmm. And they're like, she apologizes to her. And I'm like, okay, so I, I guess we're not going to run that route. But I thought for a second, I don't know if you think that too, Nick, but like, I thought it would have been interesting. That would have been interesting to see, but I think they were just so focused on the story and trying to make this team into a group. Right. To, you know, uh, you know, I think, I think that's, that was their main focus. All right, Stacy, I know you want to scream about it. Talk about the cameo. Valkyrie. Because yeah. Carol says to the, the Skrull Emperor, she says, I called a friend who will help you relocate. So I was in there and I was like, who is she called? Even though I knew Valkyrie was in the movie too, because I saw it online. Yeah, they put um, it in the trailer but, again. But I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Who is it? And then Valkyrie showed up and I was just like, absolutely. Thousand percent here for it. Uh, nothing can be better than this. And they're 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 talking like they're like such like old friends, maybe even together that we don't have to get into. I could talk about that forever too. 
I can talk about that. What do we think, people? Are, are they together? I'm I'm kind of on the... Yeah. On, I don't think they wanted to say it. They didn't but, want to, but she I got a peck will. on the cheek. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I don't think they wanted to say it. And when have you it. ever seen Valkyrie give that much of uh, affection towards anyone other than that one woman in Thor Love and Thunder? Yeah, and, you know, no, I, I, I I'd buy it. I, I'd buy it. Plus, in the comics, aren't aren't they a thing in the comics? Or am I making that up? I have no clue. I have no I know, idea. I, well, I, know I know that I know, after... I know when uh, Endgame was coming out, or, and, and whatever, and we had Tessa Thompson doing interviews and stuff with Brie Larson. Like, the big thing around was, like, 100% Captain Marvel and Valkyrie need to be together. <laughs> I, I thought their inclusion was good. But, you know, here's something interesting that I thought of. Now, Stacey, you haven't finished Secret Invasion and you're about to get spoiled. I'm so sorry. Okay. And for okay. people who have not seen Secret Invasion, fast forward 60 seconds here. Okay. <laughs> Turn away. But basically, so, Nick, I'm pretty much talking to you here because Stacey doesn't understand. Okay. okay? But obviously, they're going to be going back to Earth here because yes. new Asgard's on Earth. Given the end of Secret Invasion and all of that, I was kind of like surprised that the scrolls were just like, yeah, but like they seemed like they were like, well, we don't really have a choice. I mean, yeah, they didn't have. There's no other way. Or, there's nowhere else to go. I mean, the scrolls are scattered, but then they all got brought back to Earth. That was their home at when the blip happened. Like, because there was so much room after the blip that that's where they all relocated. But I guess there was a separate colony, which makes me think that we don't we don't we don't really know where you know the Marvels take place we don't really know for a fact in the timeline now there's nothing indicating like it's after secret invasion what if the people that are on that colony are the ones that were blipped away maybe they came back you go back back to where you were well i remember i remember carol saying that didn't carol help them establish tarnax yeah, so maybe yeah. it was after, right? Secret Invasion. It may have been this. I think this happens after Secret Invasion. Yeah, at well, the very that... least, it happens obviously after Endgame. I know some scrolls um, are, are still on Earth though, because after, well, my God, you know, after Secret Invasion, you know, Amelia Clark's character is like the person that helps, you know, hide the scrolls from the government. Maybe that's where Valkyrie's taking them to. I mean, but. You know, Asgard, you know, on Earth is is still part of their government. That's like, they're like hi- they're like hiding them then, right? So maybe, maybe I, that's the maybe that's it then. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's very, that's a little confusing. Yeah, but it's just like with the timeline. Like, I'd want to know. Like, is this before or after Secret Invasion? Because obviously, and again, Stacy, this is like, you know, the secret the ending of Secret Invasion is not all that great for the scrolls. Mm-mm. No, so. No, not at all. No, nothing goes right for the scrolls. L- literally, never has. Never has. Probably never will. You know, and you know, Ken decided to go fuck everything up in Secret Invasion. You know, mm-hmm. you know, Ken. <sighs> um, I couldn't hear you if you were talking, Stacy. I did. I said I love Ken, but I whispered it very slowly. <laughs> So from there, our heroes unite, and the three of them do the scroll mind fuck device, whatever you want to call it. 
to figure and... out because come because Kamala saw the uh, screen with where they were looking at going next, but she obviously didn't know anything about like planets or universe or anything like that. So Carol was like, "I got this Cree uh, torture device here." A yes. scroll. It was a scroll one. No, well, I, I like how that's what how we're describing it. It's a torture. It was. Device. <laughs> that's what she said. I mean, yeah, it's technically, just, it's like it was a torture device. Technically, well, yeah, that, that's how you get enemy combatants to give you information. Yeah, that's true. You know, it was a scroll one. Yes, actually. And then they go in and they're looking at the map. They're going back through the fight, and uh, they're point. Uh, Kamala's pointing out how the the band glowed. And absorb the energy. Actually, no monster brought that up. And then all of a sudden, Carol goes into the memories from when Monica was young, and then from when she saw Maria during Maria. the time Monica was blitz. Okay, so I don't know. I started laughing because the fact that Carol like immediately starts thinking about that makes me think of this. Okay, so Carol and Monica throughout this movie have a whole lot of unresolved tension because Carol didn't go back after telling Monica I'd be back sooner before you know it. And one of the things was Carol knows how this device works. And it's basically if you think of something, then it's going to pop up. Okay? So she probably said to herself, you know what? The last thing I can think about is Maria Rambo right now. And it's like one of those situations where... Definitely was saying into her head, like, don't think about Maria. Don't think about Maria. so so it's like one of those moments where you're like giving a presentation at school and you're like don't laugh do not laugh and all of a sudden everything becomes so funny because you're not supposed to laugh in that moment well here it wasn't laughing she was like i can't think about my best friend and then what does she do she thinks about the last moment she saw her best friend before she died and mm-hmm. in so front of her daughter. She started thinking about Monica when she was young. Yep. And when they would hang out. Then she started thinking of Maria and the last moment. And then I think that was when Monica and everyone like, got out and they were like, <gasps> you know? And then um, that's when Carol kind of says to her, like, the reason I didn't come back was because I didn't know what I got myself into. There was so much like you know going on mm-hmm. and then they they talk about that and you know obviously we learn later on that's not the real that is a part of the reason she didn't come back but that's not like the big main reason yeah well nick she said something about like it. being ashamed about what she caused on holla too right like i'm not making that that up. was later like she, she yeah something that was later i think that was I... later after everything that happened on Aledna. Atlanta. Oh God, that scene! Oh. I loved that. All right, but first all right, we have on, to talk about on. the montage of them figuring yeah. out how the switching works. Oh yeah, you yeah. need to talk about that. I got to save my energy for what I'm going to say about the next scene. <laughs> that um, I thought that that montage was so good because it really did show how well they worked together as a team, even with the yeah. slight animosity between Monica and and Carol. And the fact that, you know, Kamala is much younger than them, a lot more inexperienced in fights like this. And, and she don't fly. You know? She can't fly She doesn't either. fly. Yeah. That's a big thing, too. She doesn't fly. Carol uh, had to come get her at one point, and mm-hmm. she fangirled the whole time. 
Michael yeah. muted himself and is just hysterical laughing right now. Yeah, because he knows he knows uh, what he's gonna be talking about. Oh my but, god, um, dude. But uh Don't but laugh. yeah. Don't laugh. Don't but, laugh. Uh, but yeah, the montage was pretty good. I mean it was it was a pretty good superhero montage for the three of them to work. Montage together. was great, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Fellas. Sorry, I, 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 I'm just, I figured out what I'm gonna say. <laughs> start fucking laughing. Say it. So, All I'll, right. So I'll start out, so you don't have to start laughing right as you're trying. <laughs> they figure out the next thing that Darbin wants to find after the atmosphere they took from the Cree co- the Skrull colony. They need water. So they were like, okay, what's the planet in this galaxy that has water? And Carol is like. I think it was Aledna or Adlena, like that. Aledna. Aledna, I think. Atlanta? And Carol's like, that planet, it has 99.63% water. And you're like, that's some statistic you know off the top of your head. And she's like, Carol's being so weird about going there, right? And then you get, they get there and Carol says, okay, listen, there's going to be a custom that we have to kind of, kind of see and, go through you can't skip it we have to you know respect their culture this is how it is and they were and kamala and monica were like she says i'm very famous she says i'm famous here but like in a different way than how i'm famous oh she was famous yeah so i'm gonna reveal she was famous for being the princess of the planet because She's in a marriage of convenience with the prince. And so obviously they go through and you learn that people on Aledna, their language is song. If you don't sing, they won't understand you. Some people are bilingual, as she says. So they can speak normally, like the prince, uh, Prince Jan. And yeah, so I, that scene came up and I loved it. I thought it was so great. You hear Brie Larson's singing skills that you haven't heard really since oh uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And okay. I thought it was so good. I do. I loved it. I know Michael didn't. So let's have him talk. Okay. So, all right. All right. It's not that I didn't love it because I was sitting there. I looked at Nick. I was mouthing I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing that came to mind when she said, oh, they only understand you if you're singing. I'm sitting there, and Nick, this is damn straight what goes through my head. I can't understand (laughs) your accent. (laughs) (laughs) Where they can't speak to each other without sticking out to blowing the raspberry. That's SpongeBob. Yeah. I can't understand you. The next boss, Dubakini Bottom. Oh, man. And I was watching that whole scene, and that was what was going through. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, we can talk business. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, I noticed like you were laughing. Like, it was I funny. Couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. Now, okay. Brie Larson has an angelic voice. Yeah, Props. she's very, very, very great, very good singing voice. I, I was just thrown off by its inclusion in the film. Um, there will no well, doubt. She had be people... to... Well, no, 
I get it. Well, she had to explain it to him without yeah. breaking the custom. Right. I was just thrown off by it being in there. And then also, and and look, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to look at that scene back. It is the cringiest scene I've ever seen. Uh, it, it, there's worse. There's worse. In, in the MCU, there's worse. Yeah. You know. We like ice cream. That Michael uh, despises that scene. It's not even the kid's fault. I blame blame Sam Raimi. I mean, such a great filmmaker. What the hell is that doing in the movie? (laughs) It's pretty bad. Anyway. And I bet the kids were told, sing off key. I bet they were told that. Maybe. They're also 10. Again, I'm I'm not blaming the kids. We don't need to get into your big issue with Billy and Tommy's ice cream song. You got into that on Doctor Strange in the multiverse movie. I know you didn't. Nick and me have talked about that many, many, many Mm -hmm. times. Make Mm -hmm. it a podcast episode. Talk about the parts of movies you hate. And that'll be number one. No, that's not number one. Mm -mm. What number will it be? What well, well, I don't know what number it will be, but it's not like the th- it's not like when I when I think of a Marvel scene I despise. That's not like the the, the thing I I fucking think of. No, there's mm-hmm. there's way worse. Uh, let's see. There is Gravik turning into every fucking and and Gaia turning into every hero imaginable, and becoming the most powerful person on earth by drinking one set of potions of people's blood or something like that. That was kind of weird. That I don't like that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, because you didn't see the end. Because you didn't see the end. I'm gonna be completely. I'm gonna be blunt here. This might be an unpopular opinion. Secret Invasion was not it for me. Hmm. Wasn't into it. Nick, Uh, it was was all right. (laughs) (laughs) The high pitched voice. It was. It it was good for four episodes. Uh huh. And then they lost me entirely in the finale. Yeah. Your, br- your brother was telling Nick, your brother's saying, yeah, no, Mike, we get it. It's like, no, Anthony, you don't get it. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, um... character, Nick Fury and the Saber. Okay, first off, can, can Nick, maybe you can. Why were the cons brought up to Saber? Uh, I think for protection reasons. But, like, nobody's targeting them. <laughs> well, the Kree! The what? They had two Kree soldiers tied up in their house. Yeah, but they took the them soldiers. away. They took them the away. soldiers. Why are you taking the Damage control. Damage control. Maybe. Well, the house Maybe. was fucked up. Yeah, well, they couldn't live there. Also, do but... you really think Kamala's parents weren't going up to Nikiri and being like, we want to know what's going on with our daughter. Like we did you not see the phone call where she said to Kamala, I will kill them if they, you're not okay? They didn't know if they were going to heaven or hell. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. Khan did not like that flight. No, not at all. <laughs> they, they, I gotta tell you, the family was some of the funniest points in the movie. I love her family. And then, uh, this is towards the end. When they're at uh, Maria's house unpacking for Carol, Kamala's mom turns to her brother and is like, you know, this would be a good house to raise a family. And he's like, okay, mom. Thank you. 
Well, isn't anyway. he engaged or married? We saw him get married. He's we? married. He's married. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, he was married trying to send his wife a video of him in the space elevator, and Nick Fury's like, no recording. I mean, I understand that, though. It's classified. The whole organization's classified. classified. Yeah. Why is it on a clear tablet? It's mm. a fair point. It's a fair point. If it's classified, why is the tablet see through? Yeah. <laughs> why is the tablet see through? Um, so, so the battle on Elena, 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 Elena. We're gonna say yeah. Elena. Aladdin, the Disney movie. Um, yes. The what? battle is uh, Carol warns her husband about about the incoming Cree ship, and they prepare. Now, obviously, the big issue is that Darbin is looking for the second bangle. Who has the second bangle? Um, I'm Mike, waiting for an answer, class. Mike, Mike, where's the second bangle? <laughs> Do you know where the second bangle is? <laughs> I think Swiper swiped it, guys. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Ms. has the second Marvel bangle. Miss Marvel has it. Wow. So the big, the big thing with this fight is that Carol and Monica are like, we'll go up to Darbin and we'll try to take the bangle from her. You need to stay away from it. Yeah, and so, the battle the battle goes on and basically she absorbs one of Carol's hits into the hammer again. Into the, and, into the bangle. Oh, oh, into the bangle. Right, into the bangle. But and, the bangle and the universal weapon are connected, which is overloading it. Did you guys not notice I noticed it. I don't know if you guys noticed it. Um, every time she used the bangle, or every time we saw her hand that had the bangle, the veins were getting a darker and darker purple. She was getting possessed. Kind of looks like she Wanda. was overloading herself with the power. It kind of reminds me of when in WandaVision when Agatha was taking Wanda's power and Wanda's hands were turning all grisly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that but one ends. Then the switching, the switching commenced during the battle, and then you find Darwin sees the second bangle on Kamala's arm. Right, and that's when it's just like fuck. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and 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 yeah. so the switching is re- was one of the better mechanics in the movie, and it also worked against them. I like how they didn't have it like perfectly understood like there were mistakes made that ended up there were being... yeah there were still mistakes right i, I like but the they fact only that... had how much time to learn how to like really deal with Probably it an hour like not a lot yeah hour two hours like you know it's not like nick you Fury, can't not, it's learn not like... how to control it's not it's not like loki yeah. getting getting centuries to learn all that we could from ouroboros mm-hmm. it's true oh, i love him my fave. So, um, anyway, what I didn't like, the one thing I was iffy on with it was you didn't see the aftermath at Aledna afterwards. Do yeah, they still thing. have water? No. <laughs> go- what are they doing to fix that? Yeah. Uh, so they kind of just run away. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like for lack of a better term, the three heroes kind of like piss off and run because they realize they're screwed. Uh, which I want to interrupt for one second. I just got a notification from Spotify that you guys posted your Loki episode six rating. I did, 
like I get notifications on for it and it literally has the notification saying Eminem Marvel Media Podcast episode Loki episode. <laughs> I posted that a while ago, please. Anyway. Yeah, I just got the notification. Notifications are late. Maybe late. I know. Well, I'm, calling it, I'm calling it into it. Spotify. Our 20 listeners need more prompt notifications. <laughs> they do. Our 20? You're you're giving yourself a little too much. No, that's actually not enough credit. We do we we have some decent viewership. We do, we do. You yeah, you probably do. You guys should listen to this podcast more, um, especially when I'm on it. Anyway. Okay, Stacy, Stacy with, with the shameless plug. Anyway. Even though she's telling me she's going to start a competing podcast. A fully? Why not? Exactly. So well, final I know a battle. lot about Marvel. So final battle takes place in two different ways. All right, so. They figure out Darbin's like, hey, you know what? I want the power of the sun. In the palm palm of my hand. In the palm of my hand. She is a Dr. Octavius fan, man. She's like, I'm going to suck. um, uh, (laughs) Mike, you had a moment like this yesterday, too. What's going on? I was going to say. I'm going to take the sun from Earth. There are Earth's galaxy. And bring it to Hala. But then Monica brings up a point. Darwin, your son's not dead. It's dying. But that just means the reaction in the sun has slowed down. With an insane amount of light power given by Captain Marvel, you can reignite it. Yeah, and Darwin's um, like, oh my gosh. Yeah, Um. probably a lot better than me saying that Darwin was trying to suck the, the sun <laughs> which is what I was going to say. Okay, maybe you should stop talking for a few minutes. Let me and Nick take over the podcast. I was gonna. It's barely, okay, hey, I, look, I, I, I had a moment like that. Yet, Nick, sometimes the mind is perverted. Okay, I, I don't know, man. You said like, and he. You, this is what you said. I think yesterday you were like, and he went down <laughs> under. I was like, down under who? No, down on her. Oh, down on know. her. Yes, down on her. What the fuck? I was like, Mike, what the You know what? You know what, though? That's, why, you might be saying, Mike, you could just edit this out. Right? Why, why would you leave it in? Well, because quite frankly, like that's the stupid shit that we say <laughs> off camera. So, well, you know. Okay you should have heard the conversation before we started recording. I don't remember much of it, but I just know you should have heard it. Well, um, anyway. for, for, for the people out there, me and Nick like to have a free-flowing conversation before we even start recording, yes. where we will talk about the movie and or show in a very exaggerated fashion. Yes, so that we can just get it out there already, just so it's out of our systems. Nick, by the way, I can barely fucking see you. I know, it's pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, 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 you know, it's getting dark, man. It's going to be five o'clock and it's going to be Turn dark. on the damn light! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can see your face. That's literally. (laughs) I put put a light on. Okay. Are you happy? Uh, Yeah. No, because I I was just like, hold on, Nick. It's like I'm staring at a ghost. Jeez. Yeah, I am a ghost. (laughs) The ghost of Christmas past. In the fight, they're obviously like all you know, like one, two, three, going to fight, things like that. And then someone throws. I want to keep saying Zawe. But I know the character's name is Darbin. Throws Darbin into a wall and it breaks and a part of it stabs her. And she's dying. Yeah. 
and that's when they were like all right we're gonna make uh we're gonna have a deal like you know you stop this we'll go and reignite your son so hala has a son and she's like yes yes and then guess what she doesn't follow through they bring her up she grabs captain marvel captain marvel miss marvel and is like i will kill her and then takes her bangle i will kill that son bitch i i will kill her i will kill her she gonna die you know and yeah at that point they're like all right here take the bangle please <laughs> save her you know no she uh, takes it from miss marvel well, i mean they weren't gonna let her kill her. kamala no, they just, they weren't gonna kill her. Kamala needs to finish high school at least before she has more near death experience. As as Nick Fury said, if you don't if you don't do this, Kamala ain't gonna graduate high school. <laughs> <laughs> and she says to Captain Marvel, she's like, "I will drop out of high school and work with you." And she's like, "Don't do that." Oh, yeah, don't, don't do, that. do that. Stay in school, well, kids. Don't do that. So Stay while that's going on, uh, you also have Saber, which is trying to evacuate its ship. <laughs> <laughs> which they're finding little things all around the ship. What could these possibly be? Oh yeah, goose. During the movie, when the first one popped up, I turned to Jonathan and I said, "Goose is having a baby." Because I thought that from the beginning, once Kamala's mom was like, "You know, he's looking a little pudgy," mm-hmm. I was like, "Goose is pregnant. Goose is having babies." Goose is a female. That's crazy. I mean, unless the male. I don't know. I don't know. Like, How does it work for flurkins? Maybe the maybe it's like kangaroos. The male ones get pregnant, or sea. What is it? No, not kangaroos. That's, that's seahorses. 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 The males get pregnant. Where did I get kangaroo from? Jesus. <laughs> I have no idea. Um. Anyway. Kangaroo. On saber ship. What is happening is is that um Darbin opening up all these eternal jump points. Basically, I'm calling them that, but they definitely have a different name. She's causing issues within the jump point system for everybody in the universe. Like, <laughs> I can see your phone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm, 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 I'm making. I'm... Class, you need to listen. No, but like uh-huh. I'm on the phone. I'm looking up something about the movie. <laughs> sure anyway uh so they're like all right we got to evacuate this ship and they did and as they're doing it the 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 things start hatching and his little baby flurkins little kittens they were pretty cute and then someone goes over to fury and is like we only have 15 escape pods left and we have 350 people on here and he's like all right fill them up as much as you can and then the big idea on how to get all of the Saber employees evacuated was to have the flurkin eat them and then throw them out. So on the loudspeaker, someone is saying, do not run. Let the kittens eat you. <laughs> yeah, that was that was crazy. I was like, I, I turned to I turned to Vin and I was like, I was like, what, what am I watching? <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. Because then Kamala and all of them were there and they were like, sorry. Yeah, that was pretty wild. You know, and yeah, now that, that part of it was crazy. And then obviously Carol uh pushes uh Darbin through and uh well actually hang on. She died. Darb well Darbin's obviously dead. She did. But 
Dar Darwin tried to use both the bangles at the same time, and it went. It caused too much in her. No, she, she died. She wasn't pure of heart. Right. Well, she wasn't worthy. She wasn't worthy. She wasn't but worthy the of the bangles. Jonathan. Jonathan. She wasn't worthy. So. Uh, she that happens, and then Monica goes out, saves Carol, brings her back in, and this is where they have the idea where for Carol and Kamala to shoot their energy, basically into Monica, who will then use it to close up the jump point because the bangle when when uh Darbin used it, Nick Nick maybe you could tell me this is this what they were talking about in Multiverse of Madness with like the, the an incursion. An incursion mm -hmm. is when two worlds collide. Two, uh, oh, wait. is it two universes? Yeah, two so, universes collide. Yeah. Yeah. So she, what Darwin did was she ripped a hole in the in space time and, continuum. Uh huh. Opening up a a thing to another universe. So, Mike, now I, I don't want to go off track. So, is another universe basically another timeline? Yes. Mm -hmm. So if you're okay. taking it, if you're looking at it in Loki's yeah, point of view, and I think the post credit scene essentially confirms this. Yeah. You know, uh, you're talking about a branch timeline. So you're talking. Okay, so that's where that comes in, and we we'll talk about the, the you know the end credit scene after. But uh, but yeah, it's basically she, she ripped a hole in the space time continuum, lead, leaving an incursion to happen for worlds to collide. You know, a lot of things yeah. are starting to connect. It's just a very confusing way of how like there are just so many words and right. how to describe it so and in Not this particular science. case it's, well, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a science it's fiction like, man it's quantum physics mm -hmm. when did you become an extra in thermonuclear astrophysics last night last night <laughs> um but um i realized when monica was saying the plan to carol and kamala she said you blast your energy into me I have to go throw, hit it back at the the rip from inside the tear, and so I kind of heard that, and I said, "Yeah, she's not coming back." So I didn't understand why she had to do it from inside. Uh, because if she did it from the outside, it would just repair it, I guess, on their side. They needed to do it from the other universe to keep it from yeah. opening there. I heard I heard it basically as like, well, we need this to happen so we can have a post credit scene which gets everyone excited. <laughs> but also what happened to the other uh, like other jump points that were open? Well, those weren't tears in reality. They weren't tears in reality, but they were still broken jump points. Well, I mean, I'm assuming I think that when they're... I think when oh. Monica was hitting the the tear with everything, it would kind of re it would kind of fix everything with the jump point system. So it would close Mm -hmm. It will close those. So the tears that were basically happening with the jump points were, would you say they're like the same tears that happened in No Way Home? Similar. Similar, right? I would say similar. Because the ones in No Way Home were specific in the sense of anybody who knew that Peter Parker... Are you trying to, to trip me up here? No. no. No, no, no. No. Did you both are laughing? Are you are you texting each other? <laughs> <laughs> Right now. No, no, Stacy, Stacy, Stacy. I'll show, you. I'll show you afterward. I can't discuss it on here, but I will show you afterward. Yeah. Okay. No, seriously. I'm not happy. 
No. Um, not happy. I'll show I'll show you the text afterward. It's not bad. I just no because he he sends me a picture of the character in the post credit scene and then he starts describing the character to me and then he writes something else and i'm like oh he makes a joke about it (laughs) yeah and either way basically no way home tear was specific because it was only for people who knew that peter parker was better yeah but it did it did make that tear in in, into like other branch timelines Yes, so. other timelines. Right. Yeah. Other branches, we could say. Other branches. Right. So, other and branches, then yes. Carol was like, Monica, no, I'm going to come get you. And Monica's like, no, you're not. And she shuts it. Yeah. So, yes. it ends up Monica gets caught on the other side. Nick Fury, very upset. Carol, very upset. Uh, Kamala, very upset, crying. And then it leads us into the ending of this movie and another cameo. Uh, Hold on, before we talk about that, we never spoke about the real reason Carol never came back. The real reason Carol never came back in the 30 years that she had been gone was because of the she felt guilty and shame for what she did on Hala. Oh, which yeah, is destroy yeah. the supreme, supreme intelligence and cause a civil war and cause the planet to lose its natural resources, which we explained earlier. She said she didn't want Monica to know because Monica idolized her. Well, I was right. gonna, I was gonna also you say know? that uh, another thing is that the fact that now uh, Kamala's family now lives at Maria Rambo's house or Monica Rambo's house. No, they're, they're I, don't, I think only Carol does. No, they they moved in. Didn't... No, yeah, because their house is destroyed. No. Their house is destroyed. Oh, really? They moved in too. Oh yeah. my God! You're taking a girl out of Jersey City on her senior year of school. She's no junior. Uh, you'd have 16. to imagine it's just till the house in Jersey is. Yeah, first. I'd have to imagine. I thought it was Carol's stuff because they were bringing in. There Carol's was Car- there was Carol's stuff, but I thought they they were moving in too. I guess not. Oh, I mean, I think it was just Carol actually. I, I think it's just Carol's because the plate with her husband when. And Kamala's mom was like, this is good quality. And she's like, you can keep it. You can keep it. Also, uh, we also to mention Carol does go and fix Hala's son. Yes. She she makes she makes her promise. Uh I had a moment there where I'm like, is she going Icarus on us here? Going too close to the the sun? sun? I thought maybe she was like sacrificing herself to to do it. No. But I was like, that would make no fucking sense. That'd be terrible. I mean, that's one way to kill off the character because then all of a sudden they'd be like, well, because Brie Larson's like, I don't know if we're going to play this character anymore. Well, well, okay. I could get into Brie Larson not wanting to play it. I want her to keep playing. I could get into anything about that. We're not going to. We're going to talk about the post-credit scene first. Well, let me let me say on on the Brie Larson thing, I do have to say, uh, I thought that this was her best outing as Captain Marvel. So far, like, yes. I I thought I thought she I thought this was the the best her best performance. I like the character more now than I did before. I mm-hmm. think she I think compared to how she was in Endgame, compared mm-hmm. to how she was in her first movie, I think that Carol Danvers here is a lot more a, a lot more in general just like relatable as a character. You she's, know, she's because, definitely better. So, on the subject of her difference between this movie and Endgame and. Captain Marvel, the first one, you have to think about the Kree 
everything we learned about the Kree in Captain Marvel was no emotions, strategy, all that. You were not allowed to use your emotions. So the way she was acting and the way she was, was basically the way, was basically because of being brainwashed in a sense by the Kree. Right. True, true. So. True. Um, I also agree she was more like relatable in this movie and I love that development for her she's no longer the person the Cree brainwashed she's no longer uh, Mar what was was her name Mm -hmm. Marvell she's no longer Marvell she's Carol Danvers Captain Marvel almost back to who she was beforehand obviously with a lot of differences because things have happened in the 30 years right but um yeah see so before we get into the post-grad scene we'll finish off uh how the movie ends uh before you know obviously kamala and captain marvel have their little thing in in the play like oh it's not mine i'm just watching it you know uh so now we get to now we get to the point where at least mike was surprised by this one because he was spoiled for the post-credits um we got a little surprise at the end of the movie where miss marvel is uh forming a team Yes. Oh my God, I forgot about this. For my team, trying to, try, trying to be like, trying to be like Nick Fury over here. You're a part of a bigger world. You just don't know it yet. Yeah, she she rips off the uh, the post credit scene of Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who, pray tell Stacy, uh, was Kamala? Kamala. Who, my Jesus, come on. Who was Kamala? Kate Bishop. Bishop. Haley Steinfeld, Kate Bishop returns to the MCU. Uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good person to have in that spot. And Mm -hmm. it makes it pretty clear at some point, young Avengers is probably going to happen. Yeah. They're like Ant-Man's daughter. Ant-Man has a daughter, you know, they're, they're forming a team. Sure. Ironheart, Scar, Hulk's uh, son. Spider-Man. Oh yeah, Hulk, Hulk yes. has a son. Hulk has a son. Thor, Thor's daughter, or Love. Gore's daughter, really. Uh yeah, they're yeah. Team. Where they're did fun. you get all? Where did you get all that information on me? It was on my couch. <laughs> it was on this tablet. On this tablet right here. But it's see-through. See-through. <laughs> I know. All right, so that's where the movie ends, and then we have our post-credit and. Nick knows this. I was unfortunately spoiled for this. Unfortunately. You are the only person I know who goes into Marvel movies having gotten spoiled way before. Stay off social media. False. Nick is way worse with that than me. Yeah, but I didn't get spoiled Well, I don't see Nick all the time. Well, first off, Nick thought Korg was going to die in Love and Thunder. Yeah. Uh, Michael, second... you come into my room. Okay, Stacey, 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 And we'll Stacey. just be like, I saw a Marvel spoiler. I don't want to tell you. And then I'll be like, <laughs> okay, you'll be like, but I really want to tell you. And I'll be like, please don't tell me. So you're sitting there with the knowledge and you're putting it over me that you know this. It's pretty well, funny. whenever whenever you would see a movie before me, you would say, treat me nice or I'm going to start spoiling it. I had to do that, Michael. You are horrible when you know things. I've been I've been spoiled for many things. I've been yeah, spoiled Nick, for Nick, Nick knew Endgame's ending. I knew I knew Iron Man would die, which is probably you know it's obvious that he would. Um, Basically, 
everyone knew Iron Man was gonna I die. Dude. I saw I saw the two Spider Man. I didn't. In, in No Way Home, I saw that. But we all knew that okay. was coming, though. I'm going to be completely yeah, honest, Nick. Yeah, Both instances you just said of you being spoiled are things that everyone knew was going to happen. I just didn't, like, just didn't, I just didn't want to see know. it until I saw it in the theater. That's all. That That's the thing. That's what happened well, with this post-credit. You avoid these things. Stacy, the guy who... Somebody on TikTok, I could out the guy. I could be a dick, but I'm not going to say his name. Okay, post a TikTok. What's up? And then he's like, and then he's like, two seconds later, he's like, the blank are in the MCU. And now the blank, fill in the blank for me, Nick. The mutants. The X Men. Uh, so Monica wakes up, and she's on a ship, and all of a sudden, her her mom's right next to her. Mom, mom. And oh my god, oh my god she's just apologizing and like freaking out. He's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And, and it becomes crystal to the room. It becomes crystal freaking clear that she doesn't know who she is. Um, yeah. and then I see a man in a lab coat. But is he really a man? Nah, he's a beast. He's a big man. Beast, a beast from the X Men. Hank McCoy in the MCU, played Hank by McCoy. the same actor. Yes, from X Men. Kelsey Graham, right? Kelsey Kelsey Grammer. Yeah, yeah. Fraser. Yeah, it's Fraser. Yes. Oh, it's Fraser. Oh no, Fraser! The show Fraser. He played Fraser. Ah, okay. Gotcha. So. Yes, it is not young Nicholas Holt. No, nah. I would love it if it was. So it would not be. And then Nick's favorite line from this whole scene is, uh, "What was it, Nick? You were you 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 were you were harping on this one afterward." What did Charles I say? Charles will want an update. Oh yeah, Char- Char- Charles will want an update. I'm like, he's still alive. <laughs> so. Here's my question based off these uh, the Marvel's post credit scene. Nick, I'll pose it to you first, then Stacy. Uh, is this the mainstream X Men continuity, or do you think this is a branch of that? I think branch. this is a branch. It's a branch because I said they were redoing the X Men. Redoing redoing X Men. Everything. So, Mike, you know how I said to you in 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 Loki with all you know, I said after what happened during Loki, and now there's just timelines like that like there's just branches on branches on branches that all there is completely separate right that's that's completely separate they're they're going into a new uh branch timeline a new timeline Mm -hmm. and this is and that's why that's why they're doing it they're doing completely separate and after watching loki and after seeing this everything now i have to say makes perfect sense right after that, everything. What we also sense. see in the post credit is Maria Rambeau as a superhero. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Her binary. name is Binary. Starlight it's... Express. Starlight Express. <laughs> Starlight. Oh, yes. Yeah, Star... <laughs> I do not. Unfortunately, I do not know anything about her powers. I could have easily looked it up, but probably... I did not. I well, only looked there up was, her name. The, the, the hero Binary wasn't in any of the X-Men continuity with a different actress, right? Like, I'm not missing that. Um, not that I I remember I don't remember so either way uh, I'm assuming that now that we've seen this uh, this is going to be the X-Men working to get Monica back into (laughs) 616 yeah right 616 is yeah that the X-Men will be working to try and get her back in and then maybe that'll be the lead in with Secret Wars because it feels like 
okay, it feels like they're dividing things up a bit. Like you have the heroes who are more attached to Kang, like Ant Man mm-hmm. and and Loki, who are more attached to Kang, and then you have the heroes who are seemingly more attached with this multi-dimensional thing, which is more Secret Wars. Right. Go ahead, Stacey. I'll, I'll go with her. Yeah, Stacey's oh, hand I is up. I looked at binary. I'm holding my hand up like I'm in school. Yeah. I looked at binary, right? I put in mm-hmm. binary Marvel. Carol Danvers comes up because apparently binary is an alternate alias that Captain Marvel goes by. Oh, uh, okay. That's so fair. Maria Rambeau is basically... Captain Marvel, but known as Binary, I guess. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I uh, could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. This is from just like a very quick Google search. Yeah. But kind of yeah. wild how we've seen three seen. Maria Rambeau variants now. Yeah, we've Love seen it. all. We've seen plenty of variants of characters though. <laughs> um, but yeah, what? So Loki? for people, yeah, Loki. So speaking of Loki, uh, if you haven't seen season. Uh, two episode six finale. Uh, just stop right here for one quick sec because we're gonna be talking about it. go sixty seconds. Uh, past this. You know, you know, we we don't usually stick to sixty seconds. Give go us like seventy five. Get, get go like two or three minutes into the future. Two, two or three minutes into the future. Uh, real quick, Mike. What I didn't realize what we were discussing yesterday. You know how they were saying in uh, it's six one six adjacent the Kang variant, six one six adjacent. It's not actually the Kang of that world. No, it's a. It is a. It, there's another Kang. Right. That's not from six one six. No, that Kang is from a different timeline. Right. So there's still a Kang in six one six. Possibly. No, it is that. Well, I mean, there could be. I mean, there could be a universe without him. There could be, but there is a six one six. That it. it. There, there is a six one six variant out there. Right. Of, of just Kang. like, just like. Just like in the MCU right now, as we just saw with the Marvel's post credit, I don't think the X Men are in the six one six universe. They're not. They're going to no. be. They're in a parallel universe, which will then be, uh, put together, and that will cause an incursion. That incursion forms, goes to multiverse of madness. That connects, and that's why then the multiversal war happens. Secret wars happens with the Kang Dynasty and all that stuff. So everything's starting to connect. Stacy, go. Okay, this is about Loki, not technically about the multiverse. Did you guys see Tom Hiddleston uh, did an interview and he said that he feels the Loki finale is the ending of 14 years of his life? I mean, it pretty much is. That's his life right there. Like, that's his, that's, that's the perfect I way to end his arc. I am distraught by it. We're yes. not going to get into my feelings about it, though. Again, I, same thing as WandaVision. Same thing as everything. I could go on about this forever. Loki. Loki's my, Loki's. The best way to end the arc, though, his arc, it ends perfectly right there. He gets to sit, you know, uh, he gets to sit on his throne. But he was always meant to be alone. Yeah. All right, all right. Let's pause here so that the Loki people can join back in. Okay. (laughs) Loki people join in. All right. Um. So that's the movie. Um. Obviously, our X Men tease is going to be the big takeaway for the future of the multiverse and all that. Uh, but I just want to get a feel, you know, overall again, where you guys stand. Stacy has a horrific take that she needs to tell us before, you know, before she goes here. So, Stacy, mm-hmm. answer this question because this is this is what I'm referring to. What movie is better, The Marvels or Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy Volume Three? Personally, 
personally, personally, as much as Guardians 3 was great, was amazing, I like the Marvels better. Now, 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 now. Again, same thing. I, I don't remember who brought it up, but somebody brought up how re-watching those two, the difference. And I feel like that also factors into my decision here. It's John. You and I, John think exactly alike. I turned to Jonathan multiple points in the movie and we started talking about things. I don't think me and him should sit next to each other when seeing these movies. Um. Anyway, the rewatchability of the movies, at least in, for me, I cannot go back and rewatch Guardians 3. Too heartbreaking for me. Days, the next day after I saw it, Michael kept bringing up things about like Teeth and Floor and Lila. And I started crying. Like, Rock not even teeth, just like floor, sitting there upset. I was crying. Okay, stop. Now I'm getting well, I'm not, No, but don't make me guy. sound heartless. I <laughs> cried in that movie. No, I know. You did. You did cry in that movie too. But like, I could not. Like, I could not. I could not. Now Nick's now Nick's emotionless. He laughed during that scene. Oh, I was laughing. I was like, ha ha ha, <laughs> De- <laughs> dead animals all over. <laughs> My friend, so I went to go see the movie with, looked at me and was like, "Are you crying?" I was like, "Me? No, Vaughna." Um, I cannot go back and rewatch Guardians Three. It does not matter how much time has passed. I cannot go back and rewatch it. I can, however, go back many times and rewatch the Marvels. Now that factored into my decision, but also in my decision is just like the Marvels was such a great movie to me. I loved it. Uh, I think it was really great. The villain was very good in my opinion. The storyline of it, the the flow of the movie was really good. Nick, um, if I want to be happy, go to the Marvels. If I want to be sad, go to Guardians Three. That's pretty much my take on it. I think they're both great movies. Guardians is better based on the fact that you know they're the guardians <laughs> <laughs> no i get that um so nick, overall nick because i know stacy lauded the film over and over where where do you where how you said you'd like this one better than the first one the, this one is better than the first i think just on the fact that they there's there's a team and you know they kind of bounce off of each other and you see more of uh captain marvel's emotions you know yeah. you, you see her more as a person than just this, you know, weapon of mass destruction. Right. I agree. So, and and also she actually she actually had problems in this movie fighting people, which is very rare for her, you know, given her power set and all of that. Mm-hmm. Well, she did deal with that in the first one a little bit. She yeah. did have to she did have to control her powers because you know right. control and everything like that. Well, it was manipulation. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean overall, she, her fight her fighting skills are still on point. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He, he Jan Rog was gaslighting Carol. You're right, Stacy. Gaslight <laughs> gatekeep girl boss. <laughs> he so, was only doing one of those. Technically uh, two. He was gatekeeping her memories. Right. Mm-hmm. So I mean overall. He never I, girl I, boss, no, he is not a girl boss. No. Overall, I enjoyed He's the film too. I, I just I, again I agree with you. It's like one of these easy movies that I think is gonna be rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think honestly, I, when it comes out on Disney Plus, I feel like I'm gonna watch it back a bunch of times because it's a quick, easy watch. You know, it's only ninety minutes to an hour ten, mm-hmm. and out to like an hour forty five. You know, something like that. It's it's a really quick movie. Uh, I thought it was funny. I mean, look, is it flawed? Sh- sure. I mean, all movies are flawed. You right. know? But there's not no Marvel movie that is not flawed. 
Okay, stop talking about Oppenheimer. I, I can't no stop Marvel talking about movie. it. That is I not can't. flawed. Nick, Nick, please, for the love of God, let me show you that movie. <laughs> yeah, one day. Nick, one day. don't do it. One day. One day. So, but yeah, no, uh, I enjoyed it overall. It was, a, I think it's a solid entry into the MCU because it's it's setting everything up. Is it an elite movie to me? No, it, it's really not. But I think it settles into that decent to, you know, solid MCU entry tier. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree very much. So, any final thoughts before we call it here? No, that's about it. I mean, I think we said what we had to say. All right. So, for all of us here at the MNN Marvel Mania podcast, I've been Mike. And I've been Nick. I'm Stacy. Yes. Uh, and <laughs> Stacy. Listen to this so many times so I can come back on more. I have so many Marvel opinions to give. You'll be hearing from Stacy again at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I don't know when. so for all of us here, uh, we will talk to you soon. Take care, everyone.